This is uh, Aaron Hood here with Braden Waller at the Voice of My Beloved Podcast. We are so glad to be back with you. It's uh, been a good time. I was just catching pieces of what Tally and Braden were talking about last time. And uh, got got to get that fire in our bones. Um, That's right. So it's good. we got baptisms coming up. I'm sure they talked about that. That's exciting. And um, But today we're just going to be talking about the uh, Psalms of Ascent. We're going to dive into a, a study on the Psalms of Ascent. Braden's done some extensive study on the, the psalms and uh so it's 120 through 134 134 and uh so we're going to be going through that kind of slowly you know really digging it into it and really digging it you get it i dig it yeah. okay so <laughs> getting into it and uh getting the meat of the word you know and uh, applying it to our heart you know psalms are so prophetic and uh so popular and, and both you know I've always been amazed by how popular they are in both religions you know as far as Judaism and Christianity right it's uh, a real common love for these psalms and uh, so we're going to dive right in, Braden, what we got here. Yeah, just some initial words on just the power of the Psalms. I just have always loved the Psalms, even from a young age, but came to realize more later, just Ephesians says, be filled with the Spirit, right. speaking to one another in Psalms, hymns, yeah. spiritual songs. Right. And I've always thought, you know, what was Paul referring to with the hymns and the spiritual songs? Right. Not really sure. Yeah. The Psalms, I know. <laughs> right. <you> know? <laughs> right. I mean, we know what that is. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know of any hymns that go back to. Those times, the right? first century. Well, you know, isn't that that word actually Hillel? Is it? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah there's but, an option there, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which is another section of Psalms, you know, in the yeah. scriptures and the Hillel. But uh, maybe that's something there. I, I like the modern viewpoint. I'm, okay, you know, I love hymns. Yeah, and spiritual yeah. songs could qualify as you know, worship, contemporary worship songs. Right. But as far as what Paul was referring to. Psalms is the only one of those three that I can know. Like that's, <laughs> that's what he was. It. I know what he was referring to. <laughs> right. And be filled with the Spirit, though. It's a command. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking in Psalms. And so, just been challenged to do that. Yeah. You know, just to try to develop a lifestyle of singing Psalms, right. and even the Scripture talking about the restoration of the Tabernacle of David, mm-hmm. and that being part of, you know, the whole plan of God. Right. Worship and. The Tabernacle of David was filled with Psalms, right? You know, so there's yeah. just this huge connection, and I feel like the Psalms of Ascent are really key in just understanding this journey with God, because there's this ebb and flow. Yeah. You see, you have this, and we're going to get into this, but yeah, just just as a plug for Psalms in general, yeah. you know, the Psalms are so rich, and we need the Spirit. Amen. We need the Spirit of God, and this is something just real practical. Sing Psalms, right? And this is the reason why we made. You know CDs for right, yeah. You know, singing, learning how to sing psalms. I was going to say that, yeah. I mean, I mean, Braden has um, put a lot of melodies to these psalms, has CDs for them, and you know the also the Hallel Psalms, which is right. you know, 118, 113 through one eighteen, right? And uh, some phenomenal psalms. I, I've sang them so often, um, just because uh, there is that ebb and flow. I mean, you have this like these praise psalms, and then like. I mean, even right. Psalm 120, the beginning of the Psalm of Ascent, the verse starts out, in my distress, I cried right. out to the Lord, and he right. answered me. And so, like, there's a connection here of this journey. But, uh, you know, as right. as far as the Psalms go, a lot, of, a lot of us, you know, it's good to remind ourselves that, like, these are, are singing song, songs. Like, Psalm is right. a song right. that they was used to glorify God. Right. And uh, so there's so much power, you know, in singing these, these words, and there's so many hymns, and Braden grew up portions of scripture learning and right. uh, that's something that Braden has really done a lot with his children and with 
his ministry is scripture memorization and right. trying to cleanse our hearts with it. You know, let, let it be what fills our hearts. You know, I'm talking to these guys in the jail and I'm talking about, you know, there's a restoring of the mind that has to happen. There's a renewing of the mind and it comes through right. the reading of the word of God. And uh, it's so powerful and meaningful to focus our hearts and minds on the word of God and right. to sing it. This is another element. Who was it? Um, we were here during the men's prayer and uh, fasting, and somebody was saying, like, if you sing your prayers, it's like it's another level. Right. And uh, it's, it was true. Like, if you, you have a prayer, I mean, this is what David's psalms are, just song prayers. Right. And it, it's just, it's, there's a connection there between heaven and earth, I feel like, you mm-hmm. know, when you sing your prayers. It's, it's amazing. Right. Yeah, so let's jump into these. And just I want to give a intro to the Psalms of Ascent. So it's all about the journey. You know, the Psalms of Ascent, it's ascending. There's also some translations that say a song of degrees. Uh, and so it's all about this journey upward. And Paul tells us, Philippians 3.14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Messiah Yeshua. And so God is calling us upward. Yeah, always he, up. he's, you know, he's never calling us you know, to go low. You know, our culture <laughs> around us is... is What's the word? It's uh, spiraling, it's spiraling down. down, but Yeshua, he's calling us up. And so I just love this whole idea with the Psalms of Ascent of this upward ascent. journey. This ascent, right? I mean, it says it in the, in the, in the title, Psalms for Ascent. You know, right, yeah, every, every one of these 15 Psalms is, uh, it has this title, a Psalm about going up. And so what's fascinating about this is that there's some, you look, you, as you read the the content, you're going, why is this one called a psalm of ascent? Because it looks like it's really down. It's you a know? downer. <laughs> there's, yeah. <laughs> so there's a number of them that way that seem to be, you'd almost look at it and go, this would be, this should be actually called a psalm of descent <laughs> because it's going, it's low. You know, out of the depths, I've cried to you, O Lord. Right. You think that would, the title of that one would be a psalm from the right. descent. Again, in my distress, you know, <laughs> right. it's like these heart, heart moanings, you know, in some of these. But, but it speaks this beautiful truth, though, that even in that low place, God uses that to bring us up. Yeah. yeah right. And so there's this this element in the journey where we are even in in descending, you know, humble humbling situations, humiliation, whatever, God still it's still a psalm of ascent. Well, I'm just it's thinking, still going up. Yeah, it's like we're going up to Jerusalem, right? You know, there's this idea that you know, this is the psalms that they would have sang going up to Jerusalem for the biblical feast. Right. And I mean, you're going up mountains and down mountains on your way to Jerusalem. Right. So you're like Jerusalem's the highest place on earth, you know, in that understanding. Right. And so like you're going down a mountain into a valley, but you're still going up, right. You know, going towards Jerusalem. Like the final goal is up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be up at the final goal. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Psalm 20 opens up with this difficult place, uh, of just really grappling with, you know, I'm in, I'm in this place of war. All my neighbors are mad at me and I'm just struggling, but then it, it goes on. So, uh, we find this in the scripture, though, with even biblical characters. With looking at, let's look at a few here of uh, people that God brought low, or that were humble, but then mm-hmm. He He brought them to great heights of glory. Right. Uh, Moses, one uh, looking at Hebrews eleven twenty five, Moses chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Mm-hmm. And then also Numbers twelve three talks about Moses was very humble more than all men who are on the face of the earth. And so we know Moses had a really close relationship with God. Yeah. Saw him face to face. Right. And so Moses example of, you know, he's, he was afflicted. He chose to suffer affliction. 
and he was very humble. And so God took that humility and just drew him up into a very close relationship with him. Right, yeah, I'm reminded of the verse that says, you know, he, you know, rather than the passing pleasures of sin in, in Pharaoh's house, right? You know, he right, chose yeah. to, to be with the people of God. Yeah, right. Then Yeshua, uh, one of the defining traits of Yeshua as he walked the earth was humility. Mm-hmm. You know, over and over again, he's talking about, I can't do anything apart from the Father. He yeah. just totally realized it was all the, the his connection with the Father. Uh, the one thing he directs his disciples to learn from him, he says, learn from me. I am gentle and lowly in heart. Mm. He's highlighting this one attribute that he has. Learn this about me. Mm. I'm meek and lowly in heart. Amen. From Yeshua, we learned that the that this path, no matter how humiliating, is going upward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's is. it's always going up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey of upward ascent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like you know, growing up, you know, Pilgrim's Progress. You know, the journey. You know, it's right. like he's going to the city, and you know, right. there's the Valley of the Shadow of Death is like in the path you have to go through it right you know to get to the place of the celestial city you know and the eternal right. glory and uh i mean that just rings true with life you know we yeah. have moments where we're on these um in times of prayer with the right. fellow believers where we just feel god's nearness nearness and right. then other times the heavens feel like iron i mean we're just our prayers right. are not going anywhere and we're, we're right. like god you know hello you know i'm here you know i'm, I'm and uh so it, it, it speaks to our life, you know, and um, right. yeah, I mean, it's so, so connected. I was one pastor. He said, when I'm up, I don't think about too much because I know I'm going back down. <laughs> when I'm down, I don't think about too much because I know I'm going back up. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we can self-analyze so much. Like, why do I feel this way? Yeah, you can see that in the Psalms. Oh, my soul, why are you, you know, doing, why are you so down, whatever. But he just said, you know what? I'm on a journey. Yeah. This pastor is like, I'm on a journey and you know what? I'm going to just stay faithful even in the low times because I know I'm going back up. Yeah, going up. <laughs> when I'm high, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get too caught up in this moment. I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it, yeah. but I'm not going to get too caught up because I know I'm, God's going to humble me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this whole, and that's the journey of the Psalms of Ascent All right. is that God is, is he purposely allows us to be humbled that we can know him better. Yeah, amen. So, yeah, moving on, Yeshua on this you know, our example, our rabbi, right? He's, he's our, the one we're learning this humility from amazing thing in John 13. It says Yeshua knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God. This is, this is what's phenomenal. What his response, he, he God, he realizes God's given him everything, all power, dominion, everything. What's he do? Once he, once he has this understanding, he rises from supper and lays aside his garment lay aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's an odd response. (laughs) Humans, when they get power, they tend to abuse it, Mm. lord it over. You know, I'm the powerful one. Right. At the very least, have everyone else serve them. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You wash my feet. I'm the one in power. Right. Yeshua, such a different leader. He's in the upside down kingdom. Yeah. He's the one, he realizes God's given him everything. He lowers himself to wash his disciples' feet. And this is just so much, this journey of the Psalms of Ascent of the way up is down. 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way into God's presence is humility. Are y'all confused with your up and downs yet? Because I'm (laughs) like beginning to like, is is it up or is it down? And we're going, which direction do we need to go? You know, but it's so important, you know, because you know he 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 humble he exalts the humble, right? Right. He humbles himself is exalted, and and Yeshua knew that, and you know he walked in that so beautifully. I mean, and it wasn't like Yeshua had gained power by some ill gains or by some right. wrong means he, right. he rightfully deserved the praise right. and yet he made that decision to to serve him and he said you know learn from me as i've done so you do and and we struggle with it so much you know washing people's feet you know is a uh everything in a, in a man sometimes is like uh no uh but it's such a powerful breaking down of the that the pride that uh, is right. you know in in man, man mankind's heart yeah, on both sides. Sometimes hard to have your feet washed. Yeah, <laughs> hard, harder, harder than washing right? someone else's feet. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we see that in Peter, right? Right. Yeah, Peter you was can't like, do that. You're not washing my feet. <laughs> I love Peter. Yeah. Yes. So, last character I want to look at in the Bible is Mary. Every time we see Mary in the gospel, she's kneeling. She's lowering herself. Mm. Every single time. And she seems to be the one of all the characters in the gospel that really grasp the identity of Yeshua. Yeah. Now, all the others, I mean, you got the disciples, you know, this crowd of people in Lazarus's house. She's the only one that really seems to have this sense of he's about to die. I'm going to anoint him mm-hmm. and give this extravagant offering mm-hmm. of this, of the spikenard, the oil. Uh, she consistently humbles herself before him. And the amazing thing is that no other action, in all the gospels is as highly praised as that action that she, you know, of her pouring the oil out on Yeshua. Mm. There's no other action in all the Gospels. He said, what you did just now, it's going to be broadcast in the whole world. Wow. There's nothing else in all the Gospel. There's no other instance in the Gospel where Yeshua points, highlights what someone did like that. Mm. Not a single other, other place. Yes. And yeah. so this humble act of kneeling, of giving unreservedly, she became famous in the eyes of God and in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, uh, it's this whole thing of, lowering ourselves and this is the journey we're going to go on on this series of the psalms of ascent is this whole concept of god allowing us to be humbled or us you know humbling ourselves on purpose too right, you yeah, know right it's better that way if we humble ourselves he won't have <laughs> yeah, to right yeah <laughs> but so that we end up in this glorious place at the end of the journey in his house yeah and so we start out 120, it's this grappling. Oh, in my distress, I'm crying out, God, where are you? I need your help. And it goes in this whole journey, this ebb and flow, up and down journey through the whole psalm, this whole 15th psalm journey. But the end is where we get to the very house. It's the first one that actually is inside the house of God. Mm. 120 is the one that's actually outside of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's in Jordan. We're going to get into that next podcast. But the last one is in the very house of God. No other of the Psalms actually is in the actual house of God. So our encouragement in this whole series is embrace the journey. You know, you're going to go from being outside the kingdom to inside of it. But when you're inside the kingdom, God's going to take you on this whole journey of sanctification. Mm -hmm. But the end goal, never lose sight of that end goal of that Psalm 134 goal of being inside his house. Be in the house. And, uh, And just realize that this humiliating sometimes season is actually a psalm of ascent yeah <laughs> it's actually <laughs> taking you up and yeah. so keeping a vision for that think of joseph in the in yeah. the dungeon right mm-hmm. that but he was going up yeah in god's time frame he that was actually a step up 
yeah. going to the depths of the dungeon. Right. Because that was his stepping stone into full power in the kingdom. Full power in the kingdom. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's, it, it really is. You know, you, you said that upside down kingdom. I don't know where you got that term. Is that a Michael Card term? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. But yeah, that's, that's such a thought, you know, that's, you know, in order to go up, we go down. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how God, that's how God designed it. You know, he said, you know, the humble yourself and I will exalt you. You know, like that verse just keeps coming to our mind. And especially when there's so many uh, men today that are exalting themselves, you know, and lording, lording over nations and, you know, um, these uh, dictators in other countries and stuff, you know, that right. God is asking us to serve one another. And we had that perfect example through Yeshua. Right. So it's, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a mindset, you know, getting our mind in, in the word and, you know, talking about being in the word and, and to know that his, his heart for us is that we be lowly as he was and as he came, you know, lowly sitting on a donkey, you know, but when he comes again, he's going to be the, 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 the lion of the tribe of Judah. Right. And, uh, he'll rightly have, he'll have right power to bring justice to the nations and uh, sitting in that power, he'll have us, you know, those that are his and those who have suffered in this life. It's a, uh, he, he knows, you know, it's, I'm just thinking about, you know, trying to explain this to somebody like people in the jail. Right. It's like, you, you just got to be beaten to a pulp before, <laughs> you know, you're going <laughs> to, right. you know, you, it's not a, um, it's not a uh, comforting, really comforting thought other than, you know, you have to really have faith that there's a resurrection. Right. You know, I can understand why the Sadducees were so sad, you see. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, without a faith in the resurrection, I mean, you know, that is, that's hard. Oh, right. Like, the heck, where's the joy in that? But, yeah. man, we have a glorious resurrection. And yeah. that's, I mean, I love to continue to think about and dwell upon that resurrection and have such faith in it and to let it carry us through those, those down seasons where God's really perfecting us in right. faith and love and hope. Right. Yeah. Along that whole line, you're talking about just how leaders want to lord over their subjects. And so I remember reading this quote from Napoleon Bonaparte. He said, you know, me and uh, all these other military leaders, uh, Alexander the Great, we've conquered kingdoms. We've done all this. Uh, he said, Jesus Christ is the only one that I know of that actually people would lay down their lives for him. He never lifted a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. people would not die for us, yeah. you know, or they're, they're, they'll not lay down their lives just, you know, but they, but Yeshua, he, he calls us this place of us willing to give our lives for him, but his humility is what captures us. Yeah. He never lifted a sword. He never, you know, we're not subjected to him by force. Right. We willing, we see the cross. We see his love for us, the humility that he showed. Yeah. And that's what draws us to him. It's so gripping. Like yeah. his love is so gripping. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So just uh, wrapping up here with just uh, some final thoughts on this upward journey. So looking at the scriptures, we see this interesting thing play out where the journey to Jerusalem is always up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what part of Israel you're in. Uh, so just a few examples of this, uh, Luke 2.42. It says, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. So the context of this is that they're living in Nazareth. They're north of Jerusalem. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> right. They're, but they're going up to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we say here all the time, we're going down south. Right. But, you know, down south. And, you know, south is down and north is, is going up. You know, right. It's kind of this, co- uh, with maybe not even cognizant of it, but this thing that we, right. we mention all the time. But 
They're like everywhere in the world, no matter if you're on top of Mount Everest, if you're going to Jerusalem, <laughs> right. you're going up. <laughs> right. And it's just an interesting thing in the Bible, uh, Ezra seven thirteen, go up to Jerusalem. Uh, in Matthew 20, verse 17, Yeshua going up to Jerusalem. Second uh, Chronicles 36, 23, it says, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, all the kingdoms of the earth the Lord God of heaven has given me, and he has commanded me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is among you of all his people? May the Lord his God be with him and let him go up. So it's up. It's yeah, wherever he's at in the in the world. He's Cyrus is saying, Hey, wherever you're at, go up. Yeah. Go up to Jerusalem. Amazing. Isaiah, there's this gravitational phenomenon that happens in Isaiah. Water going, you know, water normally goes down. Mm. So the nations are going to stream up to Jerusalem. <laughs> like this, this whole picture of, you know, water just streaming upwards like this magnet pulling. Uh, Isaiah 2, is that, and all nations will stream to it. And many people shall go and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. So this is the journey of the Psalms of Ascent. It's going up. The nations are going to go up to Jerusalem and worship the king. One night in a dream, I heard these words. It was during this time I was really pouring into the Psalms of Ascent. We were singing them, studying and meditating on them. And I had his dream and it said, the Psalms of Ascent connect heaven and earth. Mm. It was this one little phrase in the dream. And I really believe that's true. We were journeying upward to Jerusalem, which actually the Hebrew word for Jerusalem is Yerushalayim, which is indicates there's two. Right, yeah. And we will unpack that a little more later. But there's this earthly Jerusalem and a heavenly Jerusalem, and we're going to believe sing these Psalms of Ascent and worship, and it's and one day the heavens are going to connect with the earth, yeah. and God's kingdom is going to come on the earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. But these Psalms of Ascent, I believe, are so key, in understanding that whole journey of how creation goes from groaning and travailing and all the humbling to that one day when the glory comes and God's house is actually on the earth. Mm. And so join us for this journey. We're going to be tackling these Psalms and digging into them for the next couple months, I imagine, mm, yeah. three or four, <laughs> right. something like that. But uh, yeah, join us for this journey. And it's going to be it's going to be good. We're going to understand, I believe, better by the end how God uses the ebb and flow to bring us into His house. Mm, yeah, that's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited. I hope y'all are. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, be sure to listen for the voice of your beloved. Of righteousness.